Welcome back to the Taylosive EV Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a tough one out there for everybody, including Tesla, but Nick and Randy, has it been tough for you guys? You hold no, it up? actually, I haven't left my house in three weeks, and that's nothing unusual. <laughs> okay, good. How's the car? <laughs> we haven't talked um, about it since the last yeah, we, podcast. We can we can, uh, we can get into that uh, if you'd like. Um, but Did the prices go up on the repair? Because, because poor Randy hasn't been introduced yet. Are we just ignoring him? Hi, Randy. I remembered you. Hi. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Randy here. Hi. Hello. Ah, man. This has been a weird week because um, not only am I still forced to go to work, but there is a charging station right outside the gate that I go through to go to work. And normally, okay. that charging station is always filled. I have to get there really early to mm. charge my car because um, mm-hmm. it's like... 15 Teslas to three charging slots every <laughs> oh, single geez. every single day this week the charging spots all of them have been open nobody's there so when i get to get i mean i mean in one way the uh the whole uh quarantine is doing wonders for free charging thank you but oh it is it is well for me I, every spot's open there's no there, nobody's out in town so i just go I plug see. in and i'm just stealing free charging at these Volta yeah. stations or something. Um, <laughs> right, okay. But it's just been weird. It's been, it's been, I'm playing a new game now. I'm doing the, mm-hmm. what What if I work from home full time and I'm going to see how long my battery stays the way it is and how slowly it degrades each day. Oh, okay. Just normal yep. without doing anything. Without doing anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, now I have a new, new, new mission because I never got to experience mm-hmm. that before. So I'm going to play around with that and see. Right now, I uh, no battery has been lost yet, and today's day one okay. of not driving it, so we'll see. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm now acknowledging and realizing in a in a outbreak like this situation we're in, this comes back to another great advantage of electric vehicles because you can charge them from home. And a couple days ago, mm. we needed we needed to uh, fill up our car with gas, <laughs> and we realized, <laughs> oh shoot, we got to go like to a you know crummy gas station now to fill oh, up boy. to go anywhere so our our gas tank was almost empty and we stopped there and i i was like seeing all these people that were had been there and touching the pump and having to mm. press unleaded and the the mm. simplicity of just being able to plug in at home um so you can bypass that whole you know interaction with everybody else is also just from a cleanse cleanse Enus, what's the word? Cleanliness. 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 I don't know. I was adding a syllable in there. Cleanse. But yeah, like the fact that we wouldn't have to deal with that if more people switched to electric. Another perk. Not only that, <laughs> I have. I'm swapping out the uh, what I'm charging with. I'm putting the uh, the 110 back on, and I'm just gonna plug into a wall. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because gotcha. another, another thing I'm I'm curious about is I remember what we did uh, last year. How long it took just to get one mm-hmm. percent. And uh, I, I won't. It won't eat up energy the same way uh, when I mm-hmm. plug into the 220. So if I plug the uh, into a wall outlet and then plug it into my car and let it charge throughout the day, it's just like having anything else plugged into my uh, one of these outlets. So mm. it's hmm. I, I'm I'm doing new experiments now that I can just to see. Now that you have the option to, yeah, you can just see what happens. Okay, cool. We'll wing it. Cool. <laughs> so basically, you're not using your car, which is about what I've been doing for the past however many years. <laughs> we have, we have very little reason to use money. ours. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got that final repair done. 
Um, it oh, was it's done? As, yeah. It was not as bad as I thought. It was really good. They saved me almost half of what they Whoa. originally estimated. I love okay, this. Okay, that's great. Shop. Yeah. So How much did it thought, end up costing? Um, the total was uh, $2,844.74. Um, okay. So it was almost a lot half better. of what the uh, 4250 uh, that they were quoting me. It would so, be much harder to find a used car at that price point, so I take back well, a lot of the recommendations <laughs> I made. <laughs> well, I'm just very grateful because they, they got into the transmission and it wasn't near as bad. They just needed it was a, a fluid or something. I don't know what they did that. Says gas cars are good after all. Everybody I guess, switched I don't to know. a gas car. <laughs> so I was, I was very happy. It's like, okay, yay, that's yay. great. <laughs> Another uh, a point to uh, that goes back to gas cars that I saw some people speculating on because I figured uh, it would probably be a common topic, uh, the pandemic we're facing right now in this week's podcast, but um, the price of oil has dropped hmm. significantly. Yes. The average price of gas, go down. Even, in, even, yeah, even in California, has gone down quite a bit. To, what is your average I don't know gas what, price? Uh, I'm not sure what the average price is here. I just know what it is in my area, and it's starting to dip below three dollars a gallon, which it hasn't in a long time. Uh, California has a gas tax, so it's higher than most of the U.S. But um, I think it's like I've seen the average drop. Buck fifty or buck seventy here, like what? a buck seventy. What? Yeah. Dang! I, I'm pretty sure I've never what? seen it that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, when there's you five move out of California. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it, it made me realize that uh, because of this uh, situation, a lot of legacy auto might suspend some of their empty promises and a lot of their commitments to mm-hmm. EVs because they don't see them as instant money makers. And Ford mm-hmm. just took out a huge loan uh, because oh they're in financial trouble and uh, the pandemic is not helping. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that uh, Tesla is all about you know electric only. And they don't really have 100 years of history to go with. So they just have to make electric cars. Whereas these other companies that were getting ready to make this shift could potentially be pushed back now. Because they're like, no, we need to prioritize profits. We can't afford to go off on these electric vehicle experimental uh, phases and, and invest in new cars. Because outside of Tesla, EVs are not growing super fast in the U.S. at least. I know there's some spots in Europe they're doing pretty good. But uh the fact that a lot of legacy auto are having a hard time keeping up, this is this is potentially going to push them back even further. Well, they, it's not like they're really ever super committed. Like they, they not really. No, I mean, <laughs> sure they said they were. Like with the Ford, I'm thinking of Ford and the Mach E event. Like whoever was giving that presentation, who was obviously reading off a TV screen three inches below the camera, um, or a GM, was, all their or was that GM. Yeah. Anyway, they're just like, and oh, GM. of course, electric is the future. We're we're gonna we're gonna do this. You know, it's we're investing. It's the future. I'm blah, gonna blah, do blah. it. I'm gonna uh-huh. do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. Right Listen, now. everybody's uh-huh. gangster until they start shutting things down and oil gets cheap again. All of a sudden, nobody wants to be innovative anymore, and true colors yeah. start to shine. Then, so right now, you're gonna see a bunch of CEOs going. Well, I think maybe with the the lower price There's of gas, there's still we room wait. for improvement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna wait till it can be done right. Yeah. It's like you mean you're afraid to do it now because you can't do it right. Because <laughs> you can't. Yeah, that's what it feels like right now. But uh, yeah, I think uh, whoever convinced Elon to raise the two billion in capital, 
Yes, they are. That was they a... have a promotion right now. <laughs> and that, that was my idea, folks. Let the let the record show. Elon uh-huh. listens to the podcast, and he heard me talk about it the week before they did it. How they need to do a capital raise while their stock price was high. I believe it was episode six. If you want to go back and listen to me, and with the current stock price, man, was that a good call? That was that was a call. very good call. That was probably the best call of the year for Tesla. Period. You know, like Elon has expressed his. <laughs> frustration with the the pandemic and that people are overreacting and that the the damage of panic is worse than the virus itself but at the same time they were ready they were prepped for that yep. <laughs> uh i think the fremont factory is closed now yeah um, and also the uh, nevada giga factory just closed down this morning uh, right panasonic i was just checking the news my heart mm-hmm. my heart I'm worried about the Model Y people. There's so many people waiting on their Model oh. Y, and they saw the first deliveries, and now they're getting all excited, and this is probably going to push it back. Uh, it's a shame. Oh, man. But Tesla can still say that they shipped it in less than a year. So, Hey, at least they got that, right? At least they got that. <laughs> they have that on them. But for everybody it else... It won't be like... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. was... At least it won't be like the Model 3 deliveries in 2017, where there were like five... They yeah. were like, so the delivery started in 2017, by all technicality, they did. Whereas 2020, we'll probably get many, many I mean, if you're going to be technical about it, you could say the Cybertruck's already on the road, and I mean, you're not technically... <laughs> That's true. And you're not wrong, so I mean... This, the, the, you'll have to emphasize it, though. The Cybertruck the is Cybertruck. on city streets. A Cybertruck the, is on the road. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the only... I think right. uh so Drew, do you wish you got the Model Three now instead of wishy washy? <laughs> no, at this point <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get anything. All right. Because <laughs> of the financial situation everybody's in now and uh the the fact that we're just kind of prioritizing our debts and paying those off and making sure good man. uh we get our monthly expenses as low as possible. That was that was the good call. And mm-hmm. you know, it would have been fun, but if I would have tried to buy a Tesla a few months ago, it would have resulted in maybe some trouble. So later if you on. got your Model Three <laughs> on your birthday as you want it, that would have been a a, a mistake. Mm, we would have been in much bigger trouble than we are now. <laughs> We're not really in you trouble now. I was like, wait a minute, are you in trouble? <laughs> what? Because you, you, um, you say, Nick? so I. My my job, I, I work as an accountant helping other businesses, yeah. you know, manage their cash. And so, anyway, something mm-hmm. I've noticed, during un- uncertainty, people hoard cash. And that's a, it's the best thing you can do during uncertainty. You hoard cash. For well, security, um, yeah. Yeah, well, for, for, the, for the simple fact that you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Right. You know, as much as I don't know what's going to go in the future... I really hope there's a vaccine for coronavirus next week. Like, and we sure. should be over this in three days. And you know, it could happen. At the same, in that same great. breath, I should also say we could be here for 18 months with all of China shut down, all of the U.S. manufacturing shut down, and mm-hmm. be living here, you know, eking it by. Um, and a lot of companies out there don't hold a lot of cash reserves, um, especially in times of economic boom like we just were in a few months ago. Like what's going on with the airlines? Um, yeah, like well, not just the airlines. Like literally any company, they they look at 
they look at their balance sheet and they're like, okay, we have uh, you know two billion dollars in cash sitting on here. If we put mm-hmm. that out in the market, on the stock market, or in some kind of investment or CD or you know some kind mm-hmm. of thing where they can't get to their money and they get some interest on it. Um, that's all dependent mm-hmm. on them having revenue to continue operations. But the second that that revenue cuts out, which for almost every company in the world is not going to happen this quarter, like <laughs> no yeah. company is making a profit. They <laughs> make maybe, maybe one or two of them, like the Kleenex company and the uh, toilet paper companies are going to be yeah, just fine. But... <laughs> I mean, grocery but stores seem to, to be doing fine. They can't keep anything on the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think this will impact, um, electric v- uh, vehicle sales as a whole, all car yeah. sales. In fact, just because all car sales, all, all everybody's going to be anything that's not food or toilet paper. Like, yeah, they're affected. Like <laughs> this is going to hurt, but, um, I personally think Tesla will be okay. I think they'll yeah, Tesla it. is the out of any automaker in the entire world right now. Tesla is well positioned. They have four billion dollars of cash on their balance mm-hmm. sheet right now. That is <laughs> think about what expensive. recession they are, they're doing just exactly. Fine. They're good for like I think two, at least two or like three years. Oh, this one. I mean, I they know. made it I'm through two thousand eight, and that yeah. was with barely any cars on the road. Yeah, <laughs> that was just them no, as a startup. No money. And they Elon made it writing that. checks. Now they're but, big old and, flagship, you know, huge company. Uh, with yeah. tons of, uh, they can they can bunker you know hide in the bunker for a while I think and just kind of live yeah. off the reserves as long as they need to. Totally. But um, I've heard Giga Shanghai is still up and running. Yeah, that's what they say, and I don't know. That's because uh, I've heard China is about social distancing, like right, you know, and that's that hurts a, any any place where people have to come together. Any remote kind of job is exactly. great, but factories or service type jobs like those those need to get shut down. Yeah. This is the moment Elon's imagining that uh, autonomous factory he wanted for the Model Three. Exactly. He's like, he's like "Darn it! Why don't we, we work on that for that another out, six months?" <laughs> I saw a really good comment on that video I did about the Cybertruck being maybe a second attempt at that, and someone was like, "When Model Three was ramping production, they were trying to build robots to assemble autonomous vehicles. Now they built an autonomous vehicle." So that it can be built on robot, <laughs> where they Ooh. built a they built a vehicle for specifically so it could be built by robots. Like that's mm-hmm. the attempt with the Cybertruck is the simplicity in manufacturing. Is that and official? Even if there was an outbreak like this, it could Has be. Has Elon tweeted that he wants the Cybertruck production to be autonomous? No, he didn't tweet okay. that. But I think I'm. Yeah, I'm no, it seems very logical. I was just wondering if that was something he said. My guess is that the assembly line will be. Yeah, as we talked why about, do you much, think, much easier. Why do you think that would matter if 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 something like this happens and people aren't spending money anyway? It, there's no need True. to assemble. Keep To catch keep, up on demand, Randy, because uh, there's millions of res- reservations currently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine they start shipping Cybertruck right now. How many of everyone – how many are ready now? <laughs> everyone would be like, no. uh, well, not now. I could tell you I could tell you we're not ready. I'm not ready to pick that That, that would be me up. too. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, they would get a lot of cancellations, so now would not be a good time to launch that. And then when they cancel all the reservations, you see their stocks start doing this again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Down, down, down. Every time to buy their shares. <laughs> That's be good. Oh. Oof. So, Everything's well, on sale, can, though. Uh, Everything is True. on sale. Uh, even, Tesla's cheap. But you would think they would make some type of promo for their cars so you can buy their cars. Or maybe their accessories cheaper or something may maybe spend this time getting better at uh shipping 
now that instead of waiting a month to get something with no response like I did when I ordered my stuff, now they can be like, hey, <laughs> they can use this time to get caught did up on uh, ba- on their backlog of stuff. That's there you true. go. That's a possibility. Um, did you see that the- people? Sorry, go ahead, Drew. True, true. Did you see that they started doing um, a contactless, like no human deliveries? Where no the Model Y is oh, at yeah, the showroom, the and a guy said they are going to put paperwork. Uh, this is guy Tesla, spelt with a three on Twitter. Um, he says uh, you they put the paperwork in the car, you unlock it with the app, and then put it in a Dropbox. So he That's picked up cool. his car without any human interaction. Can that be a thing just himself. like regular days? Like Yeah, they should just keep doing that. that I'm trying to remember there was stuff that needed human interaction for me. I don't know if that's you probably weren't the trade in. They probably couldn't do a trade in that way. Right? No, they have to not expect everything. the trade in. I, I did a trade in. I put money down, uh more money down after uh after they I I paid off the car right then and there mm-hmm. and then whatever the balance there was a certain amount I remember it was like hey I am do what you gotta do to adjust your balance because they 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 gave me the wrong price of what they were they were just gonna give me the car and I'm like no I'm putting money down right now because my loan's gonna be lower than that. So um mm-hmm. I remember we had to make adjustments and they had to reprint some stuff and I I, I always ever since I bought like cars the old school way of at dealerships and getting you know scammed mm-hmm. and stuff i've always like read the numbers and i ran the math and i would just fact check things and i'm glad that i do still do that because even with tesla they weren't trying to scam me but their numbers were wrong mm-hmm. and so had i done a humanless interaction at getting my car um i would have actually shot myself in the foot being locked in at a higher <laughs> higher uh, uh payment because they would not. Uh, that means they would not have accepted my my cash down on it, and that would have been an, uh, problematic. So I, maybe in the perfect scenario, like oh hey everything looks good on, on the website front where you fill out everything. Hey, this is the if the, if you can verify the numbers on the site beforehand. Does this is good? Cool. Would you like to pick it up yourself? Uh, nobody being mm-hmm. there. Sure. Okay. Fine. If there's no obviously no trade in happening at that time, you could sell your car to Tesla without buying a Tesla from them, and they will still take your your car the same way any other dealership would because they'll just take oh, it. Oh, I should do that. They will do it. They'll, 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 they'll take it auction. <laughs> I'll just hand to my be car. On, to be honest with you, they I, depending on the year and stuff like that, they might not give you much for it. They might not give you anything for it. No, I know they wouldn't. I've seen their trade in offers; they're terrible. <laughs> oh man, but it is a thing. You it's just, just drop like it off. Apple watches or iPads, you know. Trade in is always worse than just selling it. I know. I wish. I wish it was a little bit more fair, but I mean, they're, that's them trying to turn some type of profit as well on it. But anyway, and perfect... yeah, they're not. They're not driving it around. They got to turn a profit. So, yeah. yeah. So I the, get it. The, you, can, you can look on the site. Hey, all the numbers look good. This is good. You agree to this amount. How are you financing? Okay. How are we mm-hmm. we got the money. Everything is good. Do you want to pick it up with nobody being there? I can see that being a thing, but uh, I don't know if I could ever bring myself to do that. Even a, even in a clean transition, I I, wa- I need to check things because what my- about what about a uh, when full self driving becomes available? It drives the to car me. come drive to you. Ill and <laughs> put miles delivery. on it before I get it. Ill. It have a big bow on the hood, wrapped <laughs> around. It, I've always wanted. Would be that weird though because if you live far away from a Tesla shop, then you know it'd become it would come to you with thirty or fifty miles or something. 
or in Drew's case, three thousand. Because he goes nowhere. I don't care. It would still be worth it. Hmm. I would still love it. It'd be pretty cool. That's though. how good Just the range the... will be by this point, guys. <laughs> That's how much the range will improve. When it shows up to you, it needs to go get a charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, I just love the idea of not having to go get it. If, it just shows what, up. What, Randy, what battery percentage did your car come with when you signed the paperwork and got it? Was it like at 100% or, or how, does, how did that work? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It was at... It was at like 87 or 91, something like that. It was near, okay. near the end. So they topped it off for you? Yeah. Um, and then it was just, however, so I know it was built within that week because the, it's mm-hmm. built to order, at least back then built to order. Right. And so, um, they've, they, they probably, even though the, the, mach- the, the vehicle was built, they probably had the battery reservation put off to the side somewhere ready that it was doing its testing. All right. This is the batch that uh, passed. I see. And they probably assembled it right there. Yeah. So they probably did cap it at a hundred. And then over the course of however long uh, it was dropping within its price, but they more, I more or less got it with a, a high end battery. And then I drove it around that first day. I, I brought it home to like 40%. I was, look at me. Uh, I, I, you'll <laughs> never, you'll never forget that day when you pick up that car and you just start driving. You, the, the, the new Tesla smell, the, the everything. I, I'm glad I documented it and I forgot it was documented it because I brought Emilio, or, yeah, Emilio and Jordan with me. And, and mm-hmm. luckily they wanted to experience it with me and share that moment and, and record it for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't even remember. I just, I don't even need to look at that, that delivery day video. It, I remember it. So I can tell you every minute leading <laughs> up to it. And afterwards, it, that was one of my favorite days last year. And I got married last year for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we saw you last year. So wow. Dang. I'm I remember every day you guys had a Tesla with you. I'm glad that. Pretty much every time the three of us have been together, there's been a Tesla present. This is true. <laughs> the thread that, that keeps us together. One. Yeah. And now that you Elon have one, we'll continue that way. So we good. <sighs> wow. But I I had a question about the future of EVs because this well, one gets... That's my favorite topic here on this show. Future true. of EVs. Yeah. Uh, it's slightly political. Everyone's favorite. But... A lot of countries in the EU have agreed to this time, this year, that they're going to ban the sale of new gas cars, okay? So to be clear, we're not saying 
gas cars cannot be driven or cannot be sold. They just can't be manufactured anymore. You can't build more and sell them. They will still be around for a while. But um, I think some countries said 2040. Some have said 2035. Some probably sooner with lower populations because there's just less people anyway, so it's a lot easier. But the United States currently, very large country, has no time set yet. So there's no legislation that says, hey, no more gas cars by this point. And I think there's legitimate reason because of the amount of semi-trucks and the amount of pickup trucks and to pass legislation when there's not a single electric pickup on the road. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. We're probably not ready to, to put a mandate on that yet. But what year do you think would make the most sense for the U.S., given mm -hmm. our market being more truck-heavy than other nations that have passed these laws and the amount of semi trucks we drive here like when, when do you think is a appropriate honestly time to say, no I, more n not to be uh too political here but i think it depends on who we have in office and who's in congress and senate and all that You're right i i think yeah. that that's the biggest factor that would decide because i can see the argument being made it's like listen renewable energy is the future and the quicker we do it the more quick the you know courage and then adjust and just let's adjust and yeah. rip, rip the band-aid <laughs> off and I can see people who are more proactive mm -hmm. that way about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying in the being progressive in the sense of like, uh, you know, Democratic or Republican, but more like just with uh, environmental causes and stuff like that. You can see yeah. the argument being like, let's rip it off and have everyone forced to adjust. That way they have to get creative and be innovative with it. And mm -hmm. and. Reversely, I can see it's like we need we, we can't afford to screw this up because it's going to hurt a lot of Americans because we are the one of the, big, the biggest populated country. We need next to China. Well, obviously, India. India, 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 does India, not, India yeah. is not. Sorry, Indian listeners, but you guys are not going to be getting <laughs> your Tesla pushed out there within this. You're excluded. Sorry. You have your own rules to play by where this is. This is something where. All the all the manufacturers, all the CEOs, all the big companies here have a stake in it, have a say in it. And so with them with with all these variables, taking it really slow is the safest and smartest and logical thing to do. Where we might not mm -hmm. even see it in our lifetime, to be honest, I can see that being the case too. Because certain states will say no, you know, they, they'll they'll put their people when they send them to Congress, like no, we're not. That's that's ridiculous. We have no need for that. And I could see a lot of resistance going back and forth. And I think realistically, that will that's what it'd be. But if you have enough people who go rip it just rip the band-aid let's just do it stop stop riding horses cars are the future you do the same thing to this i mean mm -hmm. it's it's a thing it can happen but realistically not in our lifetime i don't think we'll see it in our lifetime okay like never. Yeah, well so the as wrong. a band you're wrong never put you're a wrong, band randy I don't, um I don't, I don't i don't think we'll see it i i think there's too, too much too much money's at stake and too many players have a stake in this and are in the game and you guys underestimate nick you're wrong you underestimate <laughs> the people who have real influence on that stuff people the same reason why why it's not really a a, a mainstream thing now is tradition and people people can profit profit off of tradition and it's what you're comfortable with you don't have an incentive like ford or gm Honda, all these other guys, there's no incentive to go full electric right now. Tesla is the outliner, and that's why they will thrive and be profitable, but also be niche for a very long time because th there was no 
incentive. Their incentive was the business dies if we don't get this off the ground because there is no gas, anything. Yeah. There's no plan B. Uh-huh. Everyone else, this is a plan B for them. They don't care. So long term, they have no reason to care now. It, only Bill Gates and everyone else will drive different versions of electric vehicles. But even then, it's not it's not a necessity. I I mean, I'm no different either. I have a gas vehicle. My wife drives a gas vehicle. Um, we can't mm-hmm. afford to be full electric even if we wanted to, even though I want to and we vision it right now. Today, it's, just, it's, not, it's not viable. And even if we get the truck, it would still be useful to have it as a just-in-case. There are, some, there are mm-hmm. many use cases where you need gas. So that's on a m- m- micro scale. Apply that to macro. I, it's going to be a very, very, very long time. I think it's dependent on, well, you're looking at it kind of as it is right now, which I agree. We can't put a law on that now. It wouldn't be feasible, and there's too much people that are still driving gas cars. But my my prediction is in the future, it will not just be a, a trend people need to get on board with. It'll become objectively better to the point of cost, uh, cost of ownership, upfront cost, range, um, once battery production starts ramping in the coming decades, I think we'll get to a point where it will be a negative in every sense to go with a gas car. It will not be cheaper up front. It will not be cheaper to maintain. It won't be as good performance. It won't be able to pull as much, tow as much. And essentially, it becomes not even practical to buy one. Right now, it's pretty practical. I mean, an EV has all these benefits, but if you can't afford that upfront cost... And you just you're looking for a truck, you know, <laughs> that's that's the only choice you have right now. But in the future, I think it will become less and less uh, of a practical choice. And at that point, it just becomes people. I'm comfortable with doing it this way, and it is it, that type of law is very anti-consumer because it means prohibiting the sale of something. It's not enabling the sale of something else. It's saying, hey, here's something people have been buying. We're going to say you can't buy that anymore. So it's it's probably really easy to put a timeline on it like in the European countries and say, yeah, 20 years from now, we're going to say no more. Uh, but 20 years will go by a lot faster than people realize. You know, we're we're yeah. closer to 2040 than we are 1990s. Um, Jeez, those further, that. That's further away than the 2040. So within <laughs> just a couple decades, uh, we'll see if they actually stand true to the legislation they passed on that. But um, – I think it might get to a point where it's like, okay, if you're just buying a gas car because you like gas, but it, it's not even like so, right now, it's hard to pass that legislation because the only alternative is go buy a Tesla. Basically, <laughs> like, if you if you don't uh, buy a Tesla, then you know you can't buy a car. That's that's a very uh, fixed and very anti-consumer law. But in the future, my hope is that they can they can work on getting these electric cars better, and Tesla is going to be leading that because they're going to showing people how good these cars can get with range and performance and towing capability, and they'll improve and improve and improve to the point that everyone else is trying to catch up, and hopefully in that battle, uh, gas gets kind of sidestepped and there's less development put into it, but it'll take a long time. That's what do you sure. think about so, Bill Gates's argument on gas saying that like it's cheaper? It's cheaper than what? Well, because he's like, because when Bill Gates was talking to Marquez about that, that whole thing, like, okay, right now it's 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 not uh, viable. But why, why, why would that seen change? Seen that video recently? Well, I mean, did he say that electric cars are too expensive? Is that the issue? No, no what he's saying is that like it's it gas is easy to burn. And there's a lot of it. 
um, there is a there there's abundance of it, and so mm-hmm. because of that is you know this whole cap like oh hard cap deadline twenty years boom like right now it's still cheaper to burn gas than it is to make the battery and the trade off is upfront cost over spacing out the payment of said tank and engine and and all that stuff it it's you 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 have that upfront cost right there and that's mm-hmm. what that, that i always said you know our te- my tesla anyone who gets a tesla is only worth it if the longer you hold it over time otherwise you might as well just lease if you just plan on getting a new one every couple of years or whatever you should lease then but even then like you're not really mm-hmm. th- making the argument if you care about environment that's not really a good argument at that point but uh, the battery <laughs> longevity is it only becomes worth it in its cost efficient over the years that it goes through as opposed to where gas i mean as we mm-hmm. just kind of start off the show oil's cheap right now and then it won't be cheap and then it might be cheap again at some point and all these right. people can yeah. decide so uh why would that same logic not be applicable years from now when making that case even if it's hey look at all the benefits that electric vehicles can make now but it's like all right Except the one that matters, which is your bottom, your bottom line, the, your 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 money. It's cheaper to have a gas vehicle right now. You can buy a used car for as little as well. They say on paper one dollar, but you know, a couple hundred dollars, you get a piece of crap, but it'll get you somewhere. A couple thousands more realistic mm-hmm. if you're buying used. Don't don't buy new. It's ridiculous. But even like that, it's so yeah. much more cheaper. So why can't that argument still be applicable down the road about why it wouldn't work? Go ahead, Nick. So, you guys are kind of looking at it from the uh, legislative perspective. Okay. Like, you know, when will this be illegal? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just say the le- legislative bodies are always at least five to ten years behind the public. You know, they're they're never mm-hmm. really on the forefront of innovation or uh, discovering what people like. They reinforce mm-hmm. it, and, you know, that's good. But I, I think the automakers just what... Looking where we're at right now, Ford, GM, Toyota, they're all going one direction, which is not a lot of technology, gas cars that are efficient gas cars. Um, Tesla and Rivian. With CarPlay. Some other things. Yeah, with CarPlay and our little uh, yeah. Android Auto uh, things with all our buttons and knobs. So, so cool. Don't disrespect CarPlay. I love that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, good. Their, their whole vision and future is in iterations of what currently is, which is not right. the future. The future is Tesla, full self-driving, which is Rivian and electric vehicles and going green and you know being quick mm. torque and those tank turns. And that's where the future is. And so I think as we go on and years go by, you know, maybe in 10 years... Teslas are going to be very mature, very inexpensive. Um, you know, you can get you could probably in ten years get a used Model Three for a, a few thousand dollars um, that you know is beat up and falling apart, but it still works, just like a beater car you can pick up today. Um, and I think as we get further and further from today in the future, um, it becomes more and more likely that people, the general public, will just stop buying gas cars. Because um, financial reasons, you know, a gas car, you have to put, heck, I just spent $2,800 in maintenance on my gas car. 
that mm-hmm. if I had an EV that, uh, you know, if I had a Cybertruck in 10 years, because uh, 12 years, my car's 12 years old now, 12 years, yeah, it might need some maintenance, but it's not going to be $2,400 worth of maintenance for a, a used Cybertruck that's, you know, no, 12 not years old. oil or transmission. Yeah, or yeah I'm not going to need transmission yeah. fix. I'm not going to exactly. need a new head gasket or anything like that. It's, yeah. it's it, the, the problem, the things can go wrong. Anyway, that's the financial. The other financial piece is uh, insurance. I think as we go on and insurance companies catch on to the fact that the Model 3 is the safest vehicle ever to be on the road and the safest, uh, the Model X is the safest SUV ever and, you know, this, Teslas are very safe. And same, Rivian will also be very safe because of all the technology they're implementing. I realize Rivian doesn't have a lot of miles on the road or a manufacturing plant or whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the future technology goals, like where their Mm -hmm. vision is. They're on technology. And so when an insurance company um, is quoting vehicles and they're like, oh, this is a gas car that has zero technology or minimal technology, maybe some driver assist, you know, auto brake or something. That has no that is no comparison to Tesla's autopilot or any other future technology. And these companies can totally do it at this point. If they really, instead of just doing lip service with the Mach-E, and they just mm-hmm. sat down and they're like, okay, we are going to go in on technology and, you know, start every car starting today is now shipping with full self-driving uh, hardware, whether that's uh, radar, LiDAR, or camera sensors or whatever they use, and then just start building that out. Because all these car companies already have massive fleets. Like, could you imagine if Toyota just tomorrow just said, okay, all of our vehicles that are going to be shipped from today onward now have full self-driving hardware and will be collecting that data and making it into an AI. They will mm-hmm. beat Tesla's 2 billion miles in a few years just because the sheer size of, of Toyota. Um, and that works for just about any other major car company. Um, so it's not. I don't think it's going to be the government, at least in the U.S., it's not going to be the government saying, thou shalt not buy electric car by 2040. It'll be the more... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I got, thou shalt I got, buy a gas car. Thou shalt not. I gotta buy surrender my yeah. car. <laughs> I'm messing this all up. Oh no, you were good. You get it. I got it. Anyway, yeah. So it'll be it'll be more consumers who are like, this is stupid. Who would buy a gas car? It, it, it's it's not safe. I can get in an accident very easily. Um, it's you have to put gas into it. I have to put maintenance into it. And these electric cars drive themselves. And guess what? Now they all earn money and uh, as robo taxis. So. So you're basically I don't think saying be, I don't think of the government thing. It'll be a okay. It'll be a car the general company. market will move away from it, and once the the majority of people are buying into electric, it probably won't make sense for gas stations to stay open or much exactly. mechanic shops that work on gas <laughs> Can cars. You so gas stations the... <laughs> will convert themselves to EV charging stations. They've already done that. Come and go. Uh, the, the U.S. Uh, gas station K U M N G O. Come and go. Just for all you, uh, all you uh, nasty people. It's a out clever there. name. <laughs> it's so clever. Anyway, they they've decided. Well, hey, this EV thing's catching on. They've partnered with Tesla, and they're offering, uh, you know, Tesla a bunch of space. They yeah. have so many gas stations all over the U.S. There are a couple in Colorado that come and go is just like, oh yeah, these six parking stalls that are kind of on the side of our gas station are now uh, superchargers. And right. that's going to keep them relevant because their main business isn't really the gas. It's the, the convenience The stations store. themselves will stick around and adapt, but exactly. the, they won't be servicing gas. They won't be providing gas. And then it becomes less uh, practical to have a gas car because it becomes harder and harder to find places to fill it up. So there's kind of a tipping point where I think it'll start to fall <laughs> off, where it'll be like... 
then possible Toyota's going to have to have their gas, their super gas charging network, and uh, it's <laughs> not going to be compatible with Ford's <laughs> super gas charging network. Right. Well, I think uh, so. You guys are, if I'm hearing you correctly, saying legislation not necessary because the general market is just going to adapt to it anyway. Yeah. Or that's what Nick was saying. Randy's saying it won't happen in our lifetime. I'm say uh, I'd be very surprised if I see. Okay, it. boomer. Okay, boomer. I mean, granted, yeah, I'm almost dead anyway, so it won't happen in my lifetime. I, I just think I I guess. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just to be a little bit more specific. I, I believe that even though all the, the tech is there and the uh, the goodwill and the incentive is there and the and the willpower to do it is there um, for the U.S. Because your question was for within the United States. Um, mm-hmm. Remember that 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 story? Like I realized being in New York City. They will never have self-driving in there because they can't. Yeah, things like that. Like the human nature. As long as you got a human behind the wheel on something, um, something's going to be compromised by design because we're flawed mm-hmm. by design, and accidents will happen. And the, you, you, you can build a pretty strong case about why things aren't ready to do full self-driving, electric, mm-hmm. all these things that like no, keep it as is. People want to spend two minutes at the pump filling their tank real quick, and then they got to go. They got they don't got right. time for that. that uh, they maybe maybe even uh, a variable can be presented as like you know your <clears throat> average working American could not care mm-hmm. less. They only care about they need to go do the job. They want to go home with their family. They don't care what mm-hmm. what it means to get there, whether it's public transportation or motorcycle, uh, uh, van or whatever. Um, they just mm-hmm. need whatever it costs and make it as cheap as possible, as quick as possible. Because also one of the factors is that a lot of people do or will be living paycheck by paycheck. That's just the that's the hand of, that's the hand they're dealt, right? And they'll never in their you know adulthood life of everything, maybe in retirement, but um, they're not going to get those luxuries. And I acknowledge that. And so I think. Uh, we'll see a lot of, lot of those types of cases presented as to why no, there's no point in banning something uh, when it's working just fine. If this can coexist, if the EV market over here can coexist and flourish and do its thing, cool. More power to you. More options. The American way. Mm-hmm. Here, people who can't and they have to stay in their lane, literally and metaphorically here, then keep <laughs> keep that there. I. I 
there's there's no it's not the same transition as like when you went from horse to car it's completely it's not it's not apples to apples that that was you know a living breathing animal going to something that we made and now we're just refining something and that's all we're doing is we're constantly refining refining to even what powers the thing that we made but it's not i don't think it's the same type of necessity like that and because of that well to play uh go ahead oh no just just because of that Mm-hmm. N- makes no sense to ban it. I don't get. I don't think the EU or Europe overall is. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they can go through with it. I, I think there's too many moving parts there as well. All this to say, it'd be cool if we all had EVs, obviously, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I just don't I think th- so too. I don't think but they're to gonna play, go through uh, with it. <laughs> to play devil's advocate, electric vehicles are uh, just now starting to become more and more mainstream to where you can like see them regularly or you say like the, the place you go to work, you see these charge points and stuff. That's becoming a more modern thing. Yeah. And because there's not a hundred years of, uh, in, you know, R and D and a hundred years of development put into it. Um, it's not as cheap yet, but I do think it can get as cheap or cheaper because of the, uh, the parts being more simple and there's less moving parts, which means that as they become mainstream and as they trickle down over time and get cheaper and used in a uh, 10 year old model three, uh, you will start to see prices that rival that of the cheap gas cars people will buy. And to be fair, th- this legislation applies to brand new gas cars. So if you want to make the argument that people need to buy the cheapest thing from point A to point B, they're probably going used, right? They're probably mm-hmm. not getting a brand new vehicle. So it's not like that's going away. They'll still have that option to buy used gas cars, probably for another couple decades. A lot of people buy uh, used cars that have, you know, my, my car was built when the iPhone came out. That, you know, we're still mm-hmm. driving that. And uh, we could sell it someday and someone would probably pay a couple grand for it or something. But um, when it comes to the transition, I think governments will be able to make like, okay, if we're, we're reaching a point where EVs are getting cheaper and cheaper, which is happening each year, um, a channel I recommend uh, called Tech Forum did a video on this recently, and he talked about how cheaper, how cheap EVs are getting, and he's able to find some. They're not insanely good range right now, but um, he, he's a good channel that's demonstrated how you can, you, you can really start to understand how much you actually drive per day. Uh, when you have those lower ranges and that the, the 200, 300 mile range is not essential for everybody. It's essential for some, but it's not as required as people think it is. It, when they're buying an EV, they just don't want to downgrade that much from their gas car. So they insist on getting the best range possible. But um, you start getting into the, the ten thousands of, of dollars, just just a flat 10 grand for a decent uh, you know, day to day range, which is fine, and you only need another car for road trips and stuff. But like the the number of health issues that gas cars can cause from their mm-hmm. exhaust and the emissions, um, and well, or issue of uh, the the amount of emissions it takes to fill up a gas station because these giant taker trucks have to stop there and fill them up, and that's flammable and everything. And if they get to the point where like, okay, in concentrated areas, if everybody if, if not everybody, but a significant number of people still say, nah, I want to drive gas, even if we're getting electric alternatives that are as good or better, um, then they're like, well, this is a health issue. You're contributing to emissions, and we want to minimize that as much as possible. So even if it is a little inconvenient for you, we want to preserve people's lungs and people's, you know, the quality of our air best we can. And if there are financial uh, there aren't really much financial limitations. You can buy an electric car that'll work. You just don't want to. 
we might start the government might start stepping in um i i realize that that is not pro consumer because it's removing yeah. an option removing a choice but um i still think that uh, for for people that are just buying the cheap gas cars to work uh they're probably not buying new anyway so passing yeah, a law in say 2050 2060 uh, would still not mean no gas cars on the road for probably another 20 years but from then. But, uh, yeah, I think electric, because of the minimal parts and stuff, will start reaching those Yeah, I don't think a later. lot of people actually put in a lot of forethought like that that far ahead down the road uh, to mm-hmm. anticipate decades from now. It's, it's, it is impossible. We don't know. Um, especially, yeah, we don't like say six months ago. We didn't know we were going to be uh, in an economic crisis that we are in right now. So, I mean, you can't. No, this was completely unpredictable. I was at three. We months could ago. all be dead. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, the only thing predictable about about life is its unpredictability. Oh, oh. write that down. Um, I think that was from a movie somewhere. I'm sure, <laughs> but it was Ratatouille actually. Sure. So, thank you, Pixar and John Lasseter. So I, I, but I, I bring up that thing about predictability because um, I, I, I think contracts would have to be sought through first before anything would um, be like finalized. I think um, manufacturing costs, you know, people have business relationships with the people who would build the parts to make the method assembly. And those are agreements. Those are maybe, you know, contracts mm-hmm. aligned uh, for doing uh, enterprise production line for the F-150 series and stuff. You know, they I don't know how long it may be, five, ten years. So I'm like, I'm sure they have to see the end of certain obligations that would like you are agreeing to buy from us up until these points and when those things start to die down i don't think it's a hard mm-hmm. stop in the sense where it's like okay now that that's done new contract you're gonna buy our new electric one. i can see more of a transitional thing happening right where it's like hey this one is now technically cheaper to manufacture and the parts are there and you here's the trade-offs that you get with it and i can see it becoming right. more beneficial in the sense that um, going from manual transmission to automatic transmission, you know, and, and you mm. can still buy a manual trans- transmission, but it's definitely more niche. And, and it's even though yeah. if that's the standard, the default one right there, and it's like a thousand dollars more, whatever you really go into it when you're buying something new, knowing that you're probably going to get the automatic transmission um, unless you're like, no, I, I want to save a couple hundred dollars. Same concept here. You'll you you when you hit that point where it's like it's now cheaper to make manufacture produce and here's the trade-offs with it or you can get gas and yeah technically we'll take off a couple thousand here but then you know you got the gas cost the transmission costs you got all these other costs that will come with it associated with it or you can do it over here Mm -hmm. i could see something more of a of a segmented transition that way but i don't know so Hmm. okay do you think gas would go up in price or down in price if more and more people started switching to evs and uh less gas cars were being bought overall Mm. i don't think people are going to stop buying gas cars but ever i don't know like a thousand years from now oh a thousand years from now okay we'll all be flying in flying cars but so don't don't say ever that's not okay. Even. Well, <laughs> fine. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. They'll probably. I would. 
Not in my lifetime they're going to not be a single gas car on the road, but I don't think anyone will it'll be like a semi truck or something. Like who who goes and buys a semi truck? Like big companies and truckers. I don't know who buys it. But or... do you think gas prices would go up or down in that oh, situation? Oh, high. Oh, so high. You'd, They'd go you'd really to... really high. Oh yeah, cuz cuz right now they have the uh, benefit of uh Scale bulk scale. Thank you. Yeah, yeah everyone's buying so, at the same time. Exactly. So each each piece is a little bit cheaper. So yeah, that'll be eighty dollars a gallon or something for your uh, your Ferrari Porsche Porsche or whatever the Porsche whatever it is. It, so Sports maintenance car. costs are going to go even higher. True, because there's Once only it be two guys more in the whole niche. world who know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now basically, yeah. you only buy one if you work on them yourself. <laughs> And there That's about probably it. Probably will be quite a few gearheads who continue. You think to it's going to be more expensive? Then... Yeah, because they won't have the scale they have now. Like when they bring all this oil and and we bring all this gasoline to the U.S., we know that these many people are going to be buying it. This amount of uh, gas is going to be pumped each day. And if that starts going down and going away, it becomes more expensive to bring gas to each location. Or I don't know. Do you think they would go down just to be competitive? They could be like, uh. Let's lower the prices so more people think it's worth it. I I think that because gas has always been inflated anyway. I remember a time <laughs> uh, before uh, 9-11 when gas stations in San Diego uh, were a, a, a buck ten. What Nick was saying with Ooh, gas prices. Wow. I remember that. That's California. And that and the whole taxing wow. you were talking about, like that everything in place in California being California, San Diego, mm-hmm. a very dense, high populated city, county, one ten. I remember that hmm. in two thousand one. And I was like, Oh, okay, I never thought much about it. And I just remember by two thousand five I saw things at three dollars. And we've more or less been floating hmm. around that price point. Ever since. Ever since. So the reason, yeah. the only reason why it's expensive now is because they, they can afford to be because oil is a commodity like that. And once we take away the fact that, hey, guess what? We don't need you anymore. Now it's like <laughs> they go, oh, my God, we got to. We gotta the get. way he said that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, we don't need you. <laughs> with a smile and everything. Yeah, because that's, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I, I would have thought differently if I kept seeing price increase, but gas has pretty much stayed the same, for at least your guys, from what you guys can remember your whole time. And I just was... It's fluctuated o- a little bit. It, it, give and, and uh, take, right? Oh seven, oh eight, it got up pretty, pretty high. It I did. Think. It really $4, did. $5. It did. That's right. And then it readjusted again. And I, I, I remember when it got... That, that was probably the highest it ever got. Maybe. I, well, think I remember maybe, it being five bucks a gallon. That was crazy. Jeez. There was... There was a, Europe knows about that. <laughs> <laughs> we... We have pretty much in our life. I was just old enough to comprehend what had happened. I go, oh, okay, that's not that's never going to happen again. That one dollar price range. Okay, fine. Yeah. But mm-hmm. majority of at least for us collectively, um, it's pretty much stay the same. It hasn't gone below um, a certain amount. In our case, Drew, it'd be you know maybe two dollars or something for Nick's. Oh no, because you were in Denver. It's gas is expensive in Denver. Yeah, I mean it's one. I don't. I don't know the current price, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. You weren't that much off uh, out in the out in the city over there because uh, I I remember seeing the price and I'm like oh this is weird. So I thought because I, I I when I used to shop around like oh maybe I'll relocate where things are cheaper. Uh, these city places, man, they, they the the gas is a certain 
They like they're locked in. So they yeah. it hasn't gradually increased over the years like everything else. So because of that, I think they would cut the price to be more competitive um strictly for the fact that they realize uh, they're slowly becoming uh, obsolete, and they're like, "Oh wow, okay, how can we stay relevant? How can we be competitive?" Um, cut, cut the thing. I understand the whole like moving it and getting the location there might now become more tedious, and therefore there's a cost factor there. But the only but way they'll for, take their losses. Yeah, I, I I believe so. I think the only way they can stay relevant and survive is they have to be adaptable. And if they can't mm. give you a new product, then they have to make the old one cheaper. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's, uh, so what's going to happen mm-hmm. is when me and Nick get electric cars in the future and we drive by a gas station, it's going to be like 98 cents a gallon. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> now you do that. Now, now you do when, this. Now when I can't Lovely. buy it, it gets super cheap. <laughs> Lovely. The and then all the hybrid gas... people will be like, yeah, I get yeah. it. I told you <laughs> Why don't we get a tribrid and it's hydrogen, gas, and electric? There you go. That sounds one. so cheap. Right you have there. to fill so it cheap. with hydrogen, gasoline, and you have to plug it in each night. <laughs> and the blood of my enemies. All at enemies. the same time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All at the same time. <laughs> you have to find a gas station next to a hydrogen station. Put them, and then stretch the cord across the parking lot to fill it. <laughs> definitely, definitely no smoking there. Just be... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and a if you lit a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. How cheap would... How cheap would gas have to be to where Tesla couldn't like argue the gas savings anymore? Huh? Ooh. It would have to be pretty low, right? It would be like well, same, it all depends on where cents. you're at, right? Like you guys, it's the same pennies, right? Mm. Like we spend yeah eight bucks, or I spend about eight to eleven to get to about eighty to one hundred percent. So enough that it would cost me about the same to fill a tank. Dang! Yeah, that would be. Like a nickel a gallon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it that low. We're back in the 20s, the roaring 20s. Maybe I'm, they'll do a contract. I'm just imagining worst case scenario with the auto companies that want to keep making gas cars just because that's what they're good at. But they'll work a contract with the oil companies that's like, we'll keep making these cars if you bring gas down to like substantially low. And then people will second guess electric, electric car switches. <laughs> Jeez. That would suck. But it'd be kind of interesting. I would. I still would do that because I. I, self driving was the only factor for me. The fact that it's gas- well, just charging from home is my thing. Yeah, I can't yeah. do that with gas car. If no if they, if they made gas so cheap that it made no sense to buy an EV, but it's not self driving, I have no interest in your gas car. 
It, I, I couldn't fill it from home. Even if electric was more expensive, I would still do it. Electric? Just for the convenience factor, yeah. Yeah. Especially Unless, if you get I solar. Mean, if you get solar panels. There you go. <sighs> you driving you for ain't free. paying you nothing. You ain't paying nothing. Yeah. You are you're driving making, the sun. You're, you're paying negative money on a solar yeah. panel. If you send it back <laughs> if to the you grid, they're paying send it, you. Sell it back, yeah. I'm getting paid to drive around. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay me Plus to drive Robo taxi. it. Yeah. Could we could we get a power wall mode for the Cybertruck so that it gets <gasps> solar and then Ooh. puts it back into the house? <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, that'd actually be pretty cool if you could do that. <laughs> that actually, you know what? Because, the truck is a power bank? You know, if, <laughs> yeah. If, if, you, if you live alone and you're if the you only one you had low enough power house, usage, like the Martian. Yeah. You can well. You can just. You can just. <laughs> you can just be like, well, I'll plug my car in to the house, and it'll run my house. And then when I leave, I'll just unplug the house, and now the house doesn't have any power, and I go to work yeah. and charge my car. That could work. I'm on board with this idea because I think the Powerwall <laughs> batteries aren't as big as the the batteries I don't in think the cars. So. I don't know how many kilowatt hours they are. Someone look that up. Hey, I mean, the, John, uh, can, or, uh, uh, what, what's the guy's name? J- 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 it's like twelve. It's like twelve or thirteen kilowatt hours in the Powerwalls. Really? Even That's if they all? don't get it out on this truck, I think get it on the next version. Wow. If if it can't, if it's not capable, <laughs> yeah. we can make this happen. This is a thing. I hope the cyber is a whole lineup. Like we just finished the sexy lineup, and that's that's like its own set of cars now. Okay, and I hope they stay. But if they could get like a cyber lineup next, that would be amazing. A cyber minivan. What do you think about Tesla going into <laughs> minivans? I just imagine the stainless steel scraping along the side when you open it. You're good. <laughs> You're good. You're good. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> We need some concept art for that. That would be fantastic. Yes, cyber cyber minivan. It'll be the soccer moms and soccer dads ultimate dream car. Or a cyber I... sedan with a C. Or a cyber minivan for even for like uh uh touring musicians and stuff like that who need a There you go. There you exactly. Go. Yeah. There's 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 cyber a use case. Cyber semi. Yeah. It's literally just a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> it is a perfect right triangle yep, a with right a couple of wheels. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I could imagine it now. <laughs> it looks like it a could be used walk. as a ramp. I'm, I'm, <laughs> in 2030, I'm going to be walking around being like, "How come this decade isn't rendered?" Yeah, <laughs> like nothing. What? What happened? Why? Why did like the simulation glitched? When the Cybertruck factory is up and running, it's going to look like a PlayStation One game in the parking lot. You're just going to see all these low polygon. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Those would be the I hope they get that factory up and running soon, but we got to wrap know. up. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I hope everything... Cybertruck's the future, gas cars are dead, and Randy is the best. Oh, I love you. Thank you. And I, 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 <laughs> I love how you say that after we just had the whole... No, the gas cars... Gas cars are going to be around forever. Everyone's going to keep buying them. <laughs> it's a, Gas cars I just want everyone to know we can disagree, but at the end of the day, I still love you You're guys. wrong. No homo. No, no homo. No, pro, pro, bro homo. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> bro homo. It's okay. We, Thanks for listening. It's going to have debates. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.